The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson. Welcome, everyone, to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson. And in our mission to bring you new and amazing uh, healers and transformational uh, consultants, we have as our guest today, Rebecca Suzanne Scott, who draws on more than 25 years as a professional in the healing arts, assisting people in moving from a state of stress and trauma to peace, low self-esteem, to worthiness, and into more frequent happiness. I've known Rebecca for many years, and you know, looking at her resume, she's pretty impressive, but in person, she's even more impressive. She's a certified consulting hypnotist, NLP practitioner, and laughter yoga facilitator. She's a havening practitioner, and that's what we're going to be getting into today. But she also is a rising star and prima birthing, birthing teacher and practitioner, a practitioner of hypnotherapy for Alzheimer's and other dementias. She's a facilitator of More Truth Will Set You Free workshops. She's an NC State, or excuse me, New York State licensed massage therapist, hypnotic reflexologist, and Reiki master. She's a member of the National Guild of Hypnotists, incorporated the largest worldwide professional organization of hypnotists and dementia therapy specialists. That's why I went to see her. Her healing practice, Heaven and Hell's Kitchen, is in the Hell's Kitchen neighborhood of New York City. She does house calls, distance sessions, and phone sessions, or Skype sessions. And what we're going to be talking today about is a relatively new therapy that she is a, is she's practicing, and it's called the Havening Techniques. And before we get into that, I, uh, after that long introduction, I want to introduce you to Rebecca Suzanne Scott. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. Thank you, James. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so honored and blessed that you invited me. And I've also been told that I have a face for radio, so we ought to do well today. <laughs> <laughs> I also have a face for television, but that's another media. So. Okay, well, um, well, let's just fill out that introduction, because I, I know um, telling everybody quickly about what you do is mm-hmm. and what you've done kind of glosses over the vast experience that you have in the alternative healing field. So could you walk us through all the stuff that you're trained to do and, and offer to your clients? Uh, if I can remember them. <laughs> uh, I do a hypnotherapy, 
NLP. I also do hypnotherapy for Alzheimer's and other dementias. I put together a hypnosis with reflexology using the relaxing language of hypnosis and foot reflexology and hand reflexology. I call that hypnotic reflexology. I teach and facilitate rising star healings, prima birthings. I am a Reiki master. I um, have trained, I'm trained in havening. I uh, do home, house, business, uh, space clearings and blessings. And I work with adults and children and animals. And I, I do make house calls, and I also make hospital visits doing, and do distance sessions, and as you said, Skype and phone sessions. So that those are, I'm also trained in other energy therapies, and those are some of the main ones, plus all, I was a massage therapist for 22 years and studied and did cranial sacral therapy, Thai massage, deep tissue, uh, Lomi Lomi Hawaiian temple body work, um, all kinds of other things. Wow. Um... Well, I, I guess like to, you, I like to learn new things. Can you tell? <laughs> <laughs> You're like me; you you bore easily, I guess. But the <laughs> the thing that, I look sometimes I'm motivated by I have a client that has a particular issue or pain, and I just am vigilant to find something to help them. And other times, I just something strikes me, and I know I want to go somewhere and learn something new. Okay, what kind of services do you offer people? Do you also do programs or workshops? Um, yes, I also I do more Truth Will Set You Free workshops. I train people in Reiki. I train people in the Rising Star Healing modality. I train people to be practitioners of prima birthings. Uh, in the new year, I'm going to be, this is the new year, <laughs> in 2015, I'm going to be doing teleconferences. Um, since I also do hypnotherapy over the phone, there's a lot that can be done on the phone through hypnosis, and I'm going to be offering some workshops and classes that are on, on the phone. Okay, well, let's talk about the havening technique because okay. that's, uh, that's something that's really new and um, very dynamic. Uh, what is it? How did you learn about it and who developed it? Okay, it's, it's great. Um, it's considered a psychosensory therapy. And I first heard about it uh, la- last year in 2014 uh, through a hypnotist and NLP trainer named Doug O'Brien. Uh, he's also a certified havening practitioner. Uh, he's based in Brooklyn, New York. And I received a newsletter from him. And I didn't really understand what havening was. As was the first time I was hearing about it, he was having an evening and an introduction to it. But something, well, one part that really intrigued me was the fact that he said the doctors who created it, um, it's Dr. Ronald A. Rudin, W. Typical R-U-D-E-N, and then his brother Stephen, who's a dentist, and they're both based in New York City, came on board. Uh, in this newsletter, it explained that what they created and what they're able to do is release, tr- release trauma and deep emotion from the brain, and it's backed up by neuroscience, and it also includes, and a huge component of it is soothing touch in particular areas of the body. So touch is my background. I've also, over the last few years, personally been reading books and studying articles and watching movies and going to workshops about uh, neuroscience and understanding how to create more sustainable happiness. So I was fascinated by that. 
And I actually also called Doug O'Brien because I had put together the hypnotic reflexology, and I saw that adding touch to hypnosis took some of my clients into an immediately deeper, more comfortable, safe space in hypnosis. And my reflexology clients got a deeper, more profound experience because I was able to put through hypnosis suggestions into their subconscious mind about the healing through reflexology. So we had an amazing phone conversation, and and I just got very excited about going to the introduction I went to the introduction. I didn't, still didn't really understand. You know, I saw demonstrations, but you know, I didn't really get it on many levels, but I just knew that I, this was what I wanted to learn, and I was going to be at the training. And so I jumped into the training, which was primarily led by the two doctors in New York City this past year in 2014. There are also trainers who came in from all over the world, and... Uh, that's how I was introduced to it. So then I'll just tell you now, like, how it was developed, okay? Yeah. So Dr. Ron Rudin is friends with a man named Paul McKenna. Paul McKenna is a psychotherapist. He's an NLP trainer. He now works a lot with Richard Bandler, who created NLP, and they do trainings together mostly. They're both based in the U.K., uh, Paul McKenna is also a hypnotherapist, and I travel to Ireland a lot, and I've seen Paul McKenna's books. So their titles like, you know, I Can Make You Happy. They have CDs. I've bought many of his books, and I found his tools to be very practical. So Paul McKenna and Dr. Ron Rudin are friends, and about 10 years ago, Paul McKenna introduced Ron Rudin, Dr. Rudin, to TFT, which is like EFT, the tapping, where you tap on particular points on the body, and it's said that because of the energy lines, the meridians, certain things can shift. You can release fears, clear phobias, things like that. So as, as Dr. Rudin explains it, he said, okay, you know, he was skeptical, but he bought a book about it, and he trained himself to do it, and he has a, pra- a practice in Manhattan as an internist, Yet patients would come in and he'd say, oh, do you have a phobia? <laughs> do the tapping and things would shift. And, um, but he's a scientist and he wanted to understand the science behind it. He wanted to understand what happens to the brain. So he began studying brain waves and he began seeing that certain types of touch, like tapping, massaging certain areas of the body, create delta waves and this creates serotonin. And he found that there are four particular areas in the body that create the most delta waves compared to their not being touched. Uh, there are two areas on the face, over the eyebrows and under the eyes, and they create 90 times the delta waves. Palms of the hands, about five times, and then stroking from the shoulders to the elbows and the outer side of the arm create five to 38 times the delta waves. And they also studied EMDR, which is eye movement desensitization reprogramming. Uh, And there's a lateral eye movement in this system of EMDR, and they found that that created 12 to 20 times the delta waves. So through havening touch, I'm going to explain a little bit more about it. Through havening touch and this EMDR movement, um, the delta waves go into the amygdala, which is the area of your brain where trauma is stored. So when trauma is encoded in your amygdala, on the surface there are something called glutamate receptors. This is very simple. There's only a couple more chemical names here. (laughs) 
And so this is where the trauma is encoded, and this is the aspect of your brain where it's encoded in the amygdala. Um, and there's a phosphate that holds these AMPA receptors to the surface, and it literally anchors the trauma to the surface of your brain. I mean, it literally anchors them, glues them in, and the intention of these phosphates is to anchor them into your brain forever so that it, all kinds of things can trigger them, and they're always present. Um, well, Rebecca, let me uh, interrupt you now. We're going to have to go to break. But okay. <laughs> this, is, this is absolutely fascinating. I was just talking to a friend about the scientific basis for this process, and you've just explained it all. So uh, we'll get more into the brain chemistry. We'll get more into the havening technique with Rebecca Suzanne Scott when we come back from break. And this is Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com The world we live in has become a crazy place. Poverty is at an all-time high in the wealthiest nation on earth. We keep calling on government to save us with new programs. And now, we have more people using food stamps than any time in our history. This problem continues to get worse. The answer to poverty is in our homes, churches, and communities, and through our children. Get the answers from The Mickey Ellison Show, Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Tune in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This program brings you practical and inspiring principles for living a more authentic, engaging, and passionate life. Patricia's guests will give you a formula for connecting, giving, forgiving, and miraculous living. So tune in and call in to Patricia Raskin Positive Living Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. It's practical, positive solutions for a happy, empowered, and successful life the internet's number one talk station number one talk station voiceamerica.com you are listening to get real radio with james robinson we'd love to hear from you please call in to 1-866-472-5788 That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson. And today we have as our guest, Rebecca Suzanne Scott, who is a Havening Technique Practitioner, among many, many, many other accomplishments. And we're talking to her today about the Havening Technique. And when we took the break, uh, she was explaining the scientific basis on how this works. And she was getting into delta waves. And so, Rebecca, could you just start right where you stopped and uh, explain to us how this works? So where we left off, (laughs) there you have the amygdala of your brain. And the AMPA receptors, which hold the trauma, are anchored in. So the trauma is literally anchored into your brain by phosphate. Um, 
Now, what we do in Havening, we ask the client to bring up a traumatic event to think of it or a deep emotion that they want to clear, and this literally triggers the AMPA receptors, and they, they are exposed. And when they're exposed, we have about a 10-minute window to send in delta, delta waves because they're exposed for about 10 minutes. And through Havening Touch, we send in delta waves. What the delta waves do is they break down the phosphate, the glue that anchors in the trauma. And then these AMPA receptors literally withdraw into the amygdala and the trauma can never, this is incredible, the trauma can never be accessed ever again, ever again. And the memory of the event may, you know, or the emotion may even begin to fade. And I'd like to give your listeners a, a visual, you know, experience of this. So just imagine in your hands you have an orange and then imagine that you have several cloves, C-L-O-V as in victory, E-S, the spice. And just imagine sticking a bunch of cloves into this orange. And the orange represents your amygdala, and the cloves represent these AMPA receptors which are holding trauma. And havening, touch, creating the delta waves, and also the EMDRI movement, go, in, you know, go into um, the amygdala, and they break down the phosphate, which is gluing these cloves to your brain. And then just imagine all these cloves receding into your brain and your amygdala being smooth and the orange being smooth and the trauma is gone forever. And that's the science behind havening. So you're saying that by using this technique, you can basically heal all emotional trauma uh, that people are struggling with. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm unaware of any limitation to it. Um, I've, so far, everyone that I've worked that, with that has had any type of uh, trauma, it's very effective. It's highly effective with post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, uh, I, you know, everyone that I've worked for so far has had every, you know, everything has cleared. Well, that's that's just incredible. Cause and I again, they that... never can access it ever again. It's fascinating. Um, do you want? I could tell you a little brief story about experiencing a havening session for myself. Go right ahead. Okay. Um, a couple of years ago in New York City during the winter, I fell in the street and broke my ankle. Uh, it was not an icy day. There was, I wasn't doing anything dangerous. It was like fifty degrees. I was walking near Pencil Penn Station, which is a huge station. And as I walked, my left foot, the toes of my left foot, got caught in a manhole cover um, that was below the surface of the road. I didn't know this at the time. And in order for me to, me to keep moving, my ankle snapped, and I ended up in the road, in lying in the street outside Penn Station. So, you know, I, I had, you know, I had several months. I was on crutches. I live in a walk-up building, which means no elevator. And the good news is the bone healed perfectly. But I noticed um, over the last few years, I don't have a great fear, consciously, a great fear of falling. Yet I know that, you know, I'll be, you see, I see manhole covers all the time. I, I live in New York City. I walk around. I'm not consciously afraid when I see them. Um, but yet I'm, you know, I'm cautious and I pay a little more attention than I used to. But I feel like there's probably some subconscious fear there because I'm a little bit hypervigilant. <laughs> So in my havening training, I address this. 
And I thought, let's just see, well, let's get rid of any aspect that is a fear that's still there. Because then I'm, I mean, I'm holding that fear in my biology, and I, I want to let that go. I don't want that to manifest into something else. And in this, in like within a really short period of time, probably you know less than half an hour in this session, maybe even 20 minutes, I'm not sure, and it depends on the session, the time frame in terms of clearing this. Um, you know, we, um, I was asking, and then also this was called event havening. There are several types of havening. And I was asked in the beginning, um, what, is my, what is the subjective unit of distress, SUD, on a scale of 0 to 10? And I don't remember the number I gave, but it was past a 5. And we did the session, and the goal was to get it down to a 0, and it was. And then when I thought about walking around in the street, um, you know, there was no emotion there. There was no kind. There was no pain. There was no. There was no. You know, there wasn't. There, nothing was there. And then the really funny thing was, in my head, the word marshmallow showed up. <laughs> uh, and I was like, what? You know, and. Uh, and I didn't really, you know, it was really the feeling of marshmallows, the softness and whatever. And I find myself walking around New York City now, and I see a manhole cover, and I go, oh, there's a marshmallow. <laughs> and so there's this ex- fabulous experience of lightness and softness and this, this metal cold edge that I felt in my body when I would look at a manhole cover sometimes is totally gone out of my brain and out of my life. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. And I just, I mean, and it cracks me up. That's really fun, too. It's just like, oh, my God, marshmallow. <laughs> oh, there's a marshmallow. <laughs> well, the mind is a, an incredible thing, and it, it sounds like this havening technique has is, is found a way to get into the memory or the, uh, as you call it, the amygdala that... Yeah, that this is where it's gotten, it gets into where the trauma is stored, and it literally, you know, decodes, you know, takes it away it takes it away forever so how do you know well I, I guess the one thing I need to confess to the audience is I had a session I've had two sessions with Rebecca for, over the last two days because I like to experience what it is we're talking about and and one of the things Rebecca I wanted to tell you is is that for the first time in months I had a good night's sleep so it, it was, uh, you know, that, so for that, uh, it was a great, great benefit. Right. Um, I'm one of these light sleepers that, you know, wakes up every two hours and, oh. or, you know, or wakes up early and, you know, like two o'clock and can't get back to sleep. But last night I dozed right on through. So <laughs> I'm, uh, for that, it's, uh, I, you know, I would have paid a lot of money for that. But, right. Uh, so when people come to you, with problems, what kind of problems uh, you can you help them with? Is there anything uh, that you I mean, won't all, work on? You know, all kinds of things. Um, should I give you examples of clients I've worked with? Yes, please. Okay. Um, I had a client who I worked with, who I've done hypnotherapy with and, and other modalities, and she came to me and she has a fear of being in crowds and actually just being even in small, with small groups of people and then crowds, but it's, it's groups. And also speaking in front of several people, a small group to a large group. Um, and yet in her life and her responsibilities and things she's chosen to do in her life, she is in places where she needs to speak to groups of people. 
come. And she said, for years, she's, she's, she's terrified when she goes into this. When she even, you know, attends a workshop and there are many, many people there, that's hugely traumatic for her, you know, a professional workshop. Um, so we did um, a havening session. We did what's called event havening. And she went back to a particular event like this. And it was on a scale of zero to nine. I believe it was a nine or a ten. And, you know, doing the soothing touch, the havening touch, um, and then some other things with, with event havening. There are some distraction techniques, which once you know, the client has accessed the trauma in their mind, then there's distraction. Uh, there's some humming. There's a, the EMDRI movement. There's some counting. And the whole time I'm doing the havening touch, and we get it, you know, we get it down to a zero. Um, and she leaves the session, and this is one session, and she leaves the session, and she has this, you know, obligation after the session to go be with a group, a professional group, and speak to these people. And she texts me, you know, while she's there, and this is within half an hour after the one, this one havening session. And she texts me, and she just thanks me so much for training in it, and she said, I have no distress, I am perfectly relaxed, the hypervigilance she's had since her childhood is gone. And she, and she wrote me a testimonial, and she said that havening with me, or the havening, she said, is a, is a game changer. Well, it's, it definitely sounds like it. Um, if you can, you know, I've always heard that speaking in front of crowds is the number one phobia. Yeah. And, and so if you can eliminate that, that's, that will be a game changer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and for her, she had this like this hypervigilance in any group beyond a few people, and that's totally out of her psyche, out of her emotions, out of her physical body. I mean, there's such there's such freedom, such lightness of being, and such freedom in havening. So she's completely healed yeah. from all of the phobias that she had. Well, in terms of this, I mean, I mean, there may be something else, but in terms of this fear and this hypervigilance of crowds and being with groups of people, and like I said, she has chosen to be in, in, in events in her life and to go places where she is with groups a lot, so this came up all the time for her. Right, right. And well, so she was traumatized and she was anxious and she was hypervigilant and she was stressed by this all the time. And it's well, gone, hope, that is gone. I hope all the listeners who have fear of crowds and speaking to groups is li- are listening to this because, um, you know, that could really change your life. Yeah. So what, you mentioned event havening. Um, well, I'm, I see where we're going to have to take a break here in a second. Just briefly uh, describe the different kinds of havening and then we'll go to break. Okay, there are... Um I'd say like, well, five or six kinds of havening, depending on how many I talk about. Um, There's event havening, transpirational havening, affirmation, like affirmation, affirmational havening, hopeful havening, um, outcome havening, oh, six, actually more like seven, Um, role havening, and there's also something called if-formational havening. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and take a break. And uh, this is Get Real Radio. My name is James Robinson, and we're talking to Rebecca Suzanne Scott about a brand new technique called Havening Technique. And she's just given us this five or six or seven different kinds of uh, havening. So we'll get to that when we come back from break. Stay tuned. 
Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you're listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkgaard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. listening to get real radio with james robinson we'd love to hear from you please call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's toll free 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to mr dot james media at gmail.com that's mr dot james media at gmail.com now back to the show Welcome back, everyone. This is Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking with Rebecca Suzanne Scott, who is a practitioner of the havening techniques, and before the break, we were talking about the different kinds of havening, and she was telling us there's an event havening, there's transpirational havening, there's affirmational havening, there's hopeful havening, there's outcome havening, there's role havening, and also self-havening, where people can actually do this technique on themselves with great success. But I also want to mention that she also works in, on animals and has great success with animals who have behavioral problems or, or things that uh, you know, make it difficult to be around them. And also children have shown a great, great uh, affinity to this kind of energy. So uh, if we have time... We'll definitely get more into those, but Rebecca has graciously offered to take us through a brief example of what the havening technique is like. So, Rebecca, I'll let you take it from here. Excuse me. Thank you, James. So, I, I like. I want to invite you all to have a short and brief experience of self-havening. Uh, there are four strokes in self-havening, and again, there are two strokes on the face. There are strokes on the hands, and there are strokes on the arms. And for this uh, 
demonstration, I'm going to teach you and invite you to do the havening touch on your arms. So what you would do is put, you know, move your arms as if you're about to embrace yourself with your, you know, say your right hand on your left shoulder and your left hand on your right shoulder. And you're going to stroke on the outer part of your arms from your shoulders down to your elbows. And you want to do this with a pressure and a pace that is very reassuring to you. You don't want to be, it's not a speed thing. It's not at the deep level of a muscular massage. You know, whatever level of pressure and touch is soothing and reassuring to you because you're creating delta waves for yourself by doing this. And the pace would be, you know, again, whatever is a reassuring pace for you. And if you listen to my voice, shoulders to elbows, shoulders to elbows, shoulders to elbows. So I invite you to continue doing this. And I believe that most of us would love to and want to be as much as possible in a state of peace, regardless of what has happened to us, is happening in the moment, whatever we're thinking of. So I'm going to give you an example and an experience of affirmational havening. As you're doing this havening touch with your hands from your shoulders to your elbows. And so I want you to, in a moment, I'm going to invite you to, in a moment, to chant the word peace out loud, not yet. And it's implied when you're doing it that you're literally saying, I am peace. All you're saying is the word peace. What's really important to get the result from affirmational havening is to access the emotion, the tag, the feeling with peace. So I invite you now to bring up everything that you can, the feeling of peace for yourself, anything you're seeing and hearing and feeling, And now I invite you to chant out loud the word peace. 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 Continually chanting the word peace. As you stroke from your shoulders to your elbows, peace. 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 
peace, 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 peace. And now we're just going to stop. And that's well, a brief experience of affirmational havening and one of the four strokes in havening touch creating delta waves. And, and one thing that affirmational havening does is it helps shift the landscape of your brain and it helps you be and your brain be more resilient. It builds resilience into your being and I think that's a wonderful thing for us. I do affirmational havening for myself every day. And so you could choose any any topic to affirm either peace yes. or love or Yeah. Or I am worthy, I'm good enough, whatever, I'm confident, I'm strong, I'm secure, I'm happy, whatever. Again, it's important to connect with the emotional tag of it. That's what, um, that's what helps imprint it, and that's what helps you know, really make it juicy. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all love yeah. juicy. Um, <laughs> One thing well, I'd like I to want... say, James, is that, um, that there are three different, what you just said, self-havening, um, even though there are different types of havening that I described in terms of addressing different things, there are three types of havening. One's called facilitated havening, um, where a practitioner does the soothing and the havening touch for the client and also guides the session with their language. Um, but sometimes there, sometimes there are people and clients who are not comfortable having someone else touch them. Uh, and that's also an issue in New York City and New York State uh, with therapists, and I'm not sure to the degree with doctors, but, but psychotherapists sometimes. Uh, I'm fortunate in being a licensed massage therapist, so I'm, I'm comfortable with it, and I'm entitled to be touching people. Um, so there's something called facilitated self-havening, which means the practitioner would, or I, you know, me or any other practitioner, would be directing the, se- the session, um, giving the directions and the instructions and uh, the eye movements and using the language, and the client would be actually doing self-havening if they're not comfortable or if the therapist isn't comfortable touching the client. And then the third type is self-havening. Great. Well, thank you so much for giving us a little taste of that. I, and I want everybody that's listening to the show to tell their family and friends to tune in to this show. Uh, they can access it off of my website, jamesgrayrobinson.com or voiceamerica.com, uh, because this, you know, this could literally change your life. Yeah. Now, I know, I know that uh, having been through some sessions with you, that it, you know, it can. There are a lot more different techniques. Uh, there's can get quite involved, and so uh, I definitely would recommend to people if this this type of therapy appeals to you that you give Rebecca a call and uh, 
Rebecca, how many sessions would it take for someone to start seeing results? I would say usually it's one session. I mean, not everything is cleared in one session, and actually the way I work is I do one session. The first session is an intake session to get information, and if people are unfamiliar with havening, to let them know what havening is and what it's going to be. Um, Sometimes teaching them self-havening in that session, but definitely giving them a small, a short experience of havening um, in the first session with the intake also and the background on havening and just getting more information about who they are and what they want to address. And then the second session, we really begin to get into more of the heart of the issues. And, uh, you know, there are many times that, uh, I mean, Always, not many times, every session that I've done so far, an issue, an issue or more than one issue, like I've done event havening um, for clients and sometimes a second event or a third event comes up and that's actually really fascinating in that sometimes people have consciously forgotten about an, an, an underlying event that that impacted another event. And so when we clear, get down to zero in an event havening session, all of a sudden it's something else pops up and then we get into that event and we can clear that event. And so often more than one issue or fear or phobia or deep emotion or, you know, there's so much that can be cleared in one session. Okay. What is the difference between the different types of sessions that you listed, the event, the transformation, or um, affirmational. We just did an affirmational and a self-healing, right? Right, yeah. Okay, so what would be, say, the difference between a event havening and a transpirational havening? Okay, yeah, with event havening, I ask the client to access a particular, a particular event that has an emotional charge to it, a particular trauma. Another example was I had a client who was in uh, two car accidents and then had a a complete fear of driving. And we cleared that. I actually did the session for her in a demonstration while I was in Ireland in December. She volunteered. And within about 35 minutes in the demonstration in front of a group of people, it went from a nine to a zero. And I've been in touch with her since. And she, you know, she lives in an area where it's helpful for her to be able to drive. She used to be afraid to drive her husband's car. She's comfortable driving. She used to shake. And, and that, you know, it's gone. She, and she wrote to me and said, I have so much freedom. No. Well, Rebecca, so we're going to have You have a particular event. Um, with transpirational havening... Well, we've got to take a break. Sorry, Sorry. to interrupt you. Uh, okay, <laughs> we'll be right... This is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking to Rebecca Suzanne Scott and, about the havening technique, and she has a lot more to tell us, and we'll be getting into that when we come back from break. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Want to help make our world a better place, but not sure where to start? Tune into Better Worldians Radio with the creators of the social game on Facebook called A Better World. 
Join hosts Ray, Mary Sue, and Gregory Hansel, who will inspire you to make a big difference in small ways. They'll speak to experts, authors, volunteers, and everyday people who are changing the world daily. Better Worldians Radio is heard live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Variety. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it'll be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're having a fascinating conversation with Rebecca Suzanne Scott about the havening technique, and she just gave us a free example of how to do this for yourself, and if you have any friends or family, please get them to listen to this show because they will get a possibly life-changing experience for free. So... um, Suzanne, you were telling, I'm sorry, Rebecca, you were telling us about the difference between uh, havening techniques like event havening and transpirational mm-hmm. havening. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. could just give us a quick outline of all of that sure. so people know what, what it is. Right, so transpira- transpirational, transpire, transpirational havening, it's based on the idea of that water travels from roots uh, into a tree and then up out through the leaves and the water transpires. <laughs> Um, and it's about removing the emotional content from a traumatic event. So what the person, uh, the client addresses is the memory that evokes a specific emotion. And it's, um, often, it's often a word, uh, it can be a few words, and why the client then is chanting or saying the, the word that they want to begin with. For example, let's say they're, they're want, they they're want to clear anger. And around, you know, around a particular memory. And they would just start saying angry. And if the word is you know, anger or angry, whatever the word is for them. And again, the I am is implied. And why they are chanting 
angry, angry, angry. Uh, I'm applying the havening touch. And the delta waves are going in. And the client begins to chant the words that evoke the emotional state. And they keep chanting what comes up for them. And it's very fascinating. It can go so many directions and so many words that might seem not connected but are connected come up because the goal is to allow the subconscious mind to release the negative feelings. And when we get to a point where they feel there's no, you know, uh, deep emotional feeling anymore and they feel that it's complete, then you're complete. For example, I, I did a session with a client who wanted to address a particular uh, incident and she wanted to address um, unforgiveness in herself. And we did transpirational havening, and again, she chanted many words, and we did the havening touch, and she got to the point where, um, you know, the final word was forgiveness, uh, forgiving and forgiveness. And she said that, um, you know, the session was so quick, and yet she said, the, the, you know, in her testimonial, she said the positive, the results have been positive, and they've been long-lasting. And she now feels that she's able to live more from a state of forgiveness rather than being unforgiving. Fantastic. Yeah. I want to say this is the way I describe havening. It is, and I love all the modalities that I work with. Havening is so beautiful. I experience that every child and adult and animal that I have done havening with um, I feel like in the session with the havening touch, I feel like I have touched the soul of each of these beings. It is profoundly, deeply moving and beautiful to me, and the results are just, you know, off the charts. That that's that is beautiful, and I'm I'm sure it must be very satisfying. Now, let me just read some of the uh, things that your brochure uh, says this can help: stress yep. reduction. Worry, anxiety, tension, emotional states, there's panic, sadness, guilt, shame, loss, grief, and jealousy, phobias, cravings, nightmares, pain, uh, increases hope and confidence. Does it help with addictions? Yes, it does. Yeah. Okay. It helps with cravings and it it can help with addictions, yeah. So things like stopping smoking or stop yeah. drinking. I mean, I, again, I'm trained as a hypnotherapist, and I would still use hypnosis to help someone become a non-smoker, and yet I would incorporate havening into some aspects of these sessions now, you know, to, to do that, yeah. So when the occasion calls for it, you would use more than just havening for people. You would draw on your whole tool, toolbox. Yeah, if that was appropriate, yeah. yes. Okay. Because one of the listeners wrote in as how do you, how do you know which modality uh, you need to use on a particular issue? Well, some it's based on my experience and uh, also what the person wants to address, and then we have a conversation together, and I make suggestions, and then we get to work. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know you've got a you've got an event coming up on Sunday. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, yes. Sunday, uh, January 25th, I'm going to be speaking about Havening Techniques, a new way of healing at the Awaken Wellness Fair in New York City. It's Sunday, January 25th. I'm speaking at 415, 
and uh, the fair is from 10 to 5, and I'm actually also doing havening sessions. I'm working in the healers area, so people can go online to Awaken, A-W-A-K-E-N, fair, F-A-I-R.com, and they can book havening sessions at the fair with me. They can also come to the talk. One of the wonderful things about havening, too, is because there are mirror neurons, just watching someone being havened in a demonstration, you get some of that result yourself. Okay, and how do people get in touch with you? I have a website that's called Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A, Suzanne, S-U-Z-A-N-N-E, Scott, S-C-O-T-T dot com, RebeccaSuzanneScott dot com. And they can get a session with you that way. Yeah, Um, they can put their information into the site and then I can get in touch with them, yes. And so I wanted to tell everybody that uh, due to her generous soul, Rebecca has uh, offered a discount for people who mention this show when they call to book a session. So uh, be sure to mention that when you talk to her. Yeah. Uh, um, and also anyone who's listening to the recording at any, you know, some point in time, I will honor a discount for you. So, I mean, probably not 20 years from now, but... <laughs> okay, we've got two minutes, and you mentioned okay. you wanted to... Uh, Tell us something. Uh, I'd like give to us read a, a testimonial. testimonial from one of my clients, and I also wanted to just say the Havening website is Havening, H-A-V-E-N-I-N-G dot org. Okay. Okay. So it's a testimonial. I'd never heard of Havening and didn't make an appointment for my first session. I was in a bit of a healing crisis, and Rebecca generously offered Havening. I trust her completely and have benefited from her brilliant hypnotherapy practice, so I said yes without reservation. So familiar with Rebecca's work, I was still surprised at how quickly and profoundly Havening lifted emotional pain from my psyche and body. I think I was surprised because the conscious mind demands logic and Havening seems to bypass it to work directly with the deeper parts of the mind and with the emotional and physical bodies. Havening is not a magic pill. As with any therapeutic process, you have to be willing to feel your emotions. But with a little trust, the results are pretty magical. I am drawn to the simplicity, and ha- I am drawn to simplicity. And havening is a simple, elegant practice. Children, when hurt, want to be touched and held. It is so basic and natural. To touch and be touched with such love and compassion is an act of grace. And with grace comes the miraculous. Well, thank you, Rebecca. This has been an awesome show. You're doing really wonderful work, and I hope everybody takes advantage of the opportunity to come get a session with you with using the havening technique. Thank you, James. Uh, I'm so grateful for this opportunity and to share havening, and thank you for sharing the work that we all do in the world, James. I really appreciate what you offer and do. Well, this is Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and we've been talking to Rebecca Suzanne Scott. Uh, We'll see you next week. again for tuning in to get real radio with james robinson please join us again next friday at 2 p.m eastern time 11 a.m pacific time on the voice america variety channel this week open up your heart and look inside your spiritual self